104.5 Way FM. I'm Paul Van Sickle, and February 17th at Moda Center, the Hits Deep Tour will be here. Toby Mack, Mandisa, Danny Goki, Finding Favor, and the man I'm talking to right now, Ryan Stevenson. Ryan, thanks for joining us. How you doing? Good, man. Good. The last time we talked was when you were out here for the Heart Change Ministry fundraiser, and we did the little Facebook oh, yeah. Live interview That's a couple right. of years ago in the, right. in the snow and ice of in Vancouver. the snowy wintry wonderland oh man yeah that was that was a good time so and i think right at that time too was right as you guys were getting ready to move to nashville so you've been there now for a couple years how's that transition been honestly uh we kind of held out and we ended up staying Oh, over nice. in Idaho for the for the for the next little while, but then we actually did this last season uh, in July of this last year, 2017. We actually moved over to Franklin, Nashville, Tennessee. Yep, right there next to the Way so FM. We've been out there about six months. Yeah, exactly. Winters are uh, a little bit different there than they are in Idaho. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, they are. <laughs> but you know, funny enough is. You know, they don't really ever get snow much out in, in Tennessee. And then uh, we move out here and we got dumped on this last month. So it was kind of strange. You're like, I can deal with this. I didn't want to. That's not what right. we moved here for. That's how I feel whenever we get snow in Portland. It's like, what? This is not This is not what we do here. This is not why anybody lives here is for snow. So, but it happens, I guess. All the climate change. Um, uh, all right. Well, you, Ryan, will be here with Toby Mack, Mandisa, Danny Goki, and Finding Favor February 17th at Moda Center here in Portland. Tickets available at wayfm.com. And uh, Ryan, have you been out on tour with Toby before? Yeah, this is, I think, my sixth tour with Toby. Nice. So, yes, I'm very, very well acquainted with Mr. Mack and uh, his touring life. Which I hear is a good life. Is there still baristas in the back and, you know, you guys get the good stuff? It's pretty nice. I'm not going to lie. I've been out on a lot of tours, and I'd have to say that Toby, is his team takes very, very good care of everybody out here. Also, I talked to uh, Danny Goki a little bit ago, and he said that uh, so far he and his band have not beat the diverse city basketball team uh even though it's you know just this tour just started what's your basketball experience against diverse city yeah. <laughs> well i'm always a part of i kind of got absorbed into uh toby's team and, and the diverse city team nice. so i i roll with them it's always been that way and uh yeah i feel kind of i feel a little bit sorry for danny and his crew just because we're you know, we're just, uh, we're pretty un- unstoppable. We're, we're pretty a uh, hard team to beat, so. Basically got drafted into the Golden State Warriors of... of I, yeah, I feel of, like that. That's, that's I nice. feel like I'm like Clay Thompson that just uh, kind of got drafted into the Diversity Band. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> Lucked out on that. That's cool. Uh, well, you know, your, uh, your album Fresh Start 
is awesome, and we've had some great songs that we've been able to play on Way FM off of that over the last couple years. Of course, I have the Storm, the Gospel. Uh, right now on Way New, our mu- new music channel, we're playing "Lift You Up." These songs all speak to this hope and the, the grace. And, and talk to us a little bit more about that the feelings that you had going going through this album, and even for something that's been out a couple years, it's still so. Um, Pardon the pun, but it's still so fresh. All the music on it is, uh, you know, still so hard hitting and really speaks. Yeah, thank you, man. Well, honestly, I really want. I love crafting songs. That's just what I do, and I all my songs are really just prayers. I write. I write down songs of what I what I want to say to the Lord in my in my prayer life really in, in my struggles and my victories and I and I write down songs that I if Jesus were to walk in the room and sit on this couch with me and just and just speak over me what I would want him to say to me or what I would say to me in times of of hopelessness or loneliness or struggle and and so that's where my music comes from it's always birthed from that I'm actually going through or that I see my my friends and family going through I really strive to to make you know create songs that exist for a reason that that are very I'm very intentional about that um I just want to speak honestly and 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 I take you know I take it really serious like I it's 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 a it's a special thing it's a gift to be able to create songs and and melodies and and messages and prayers that that might truly have eternal eternal impact in people's hearts and souls and and uh so i that's just my thing i, I want to write songs that exist for a reason and that are timeless that don't that don't sound cool right now but in 10 years from now there are people still here and they're like man this, this is so good and it still sounds it still sounds really fresh and it still sounds just very very uh uh it's really nice for for where we are right now, even as things evolve, you know. And so that's, I just love to craft songs like that. Like I have the storm. You said before that's kind of like your hymn on the song, and that's what hymns become is just this classic, timeless. And I think that does start lyrically. Obviously, you know, music can shift, but lyrically and just the authenticity that that you have and that those hymn writers have of just you know like you said this is where i'm at now this is what i want to present those things and those themes the things that we're going through now individually and really even as a human race those are the same things we read in the bible like the, that has the human condition does not change in us trying to pursue this relationship with god and god pursuing the relationship with us absolutely and you know that's again my my biggest inspirations for writing and just life come from you know men and men and and women in the bible who just lived just lived a very normal raw human life and encountered and encountered the hand of the lord the grace of the lord the power of the holy spirit in the midst of their darkest hours and that's that's the same god that's the same holy spirit for each and every one of us right now as we walk through our what our mundane day-to-day those places where we feel mundane just our our regular daily existence that that same jesus that spirit is is the same one that david and paul and moses 
and Elijah, those, that's the same God. And, and so I just, I really want to communicate that in my music for sure. Mm, and you mentioned the, the word grace, and that, that is something that still continues to, when you really look at it, it just... It is just so amazing, like the songs say. But, you know, it just doesn't make... It's hard to grasp that concept. And when you do, it really does just blow your mind. Talk a little bit about just that concept of grace and what that's meant for you. Sure. Well, you know, like a lot of us who grew up in the church, a lot of my generation especially, and and even my parents' generation, you know, the last 50 to 70 years, I feel like the concept of God's grace was missed. Uh, a lot of us grew up thinking that, um, you know, God's grace was sufficient for me if I'm performing well, if I'm if I'm if I got it all together, if I'm cleaned up, if I'm, and you know, it's contingent on my performance. And so we grow up learning, going through cycles of dysfunction because we grew up with a performance-based relationship with Jesus, thinking that, well, I'm only as good is my last ability to perform really well. And maybe I'll do better next time so that God won't be moody and slap me and, and, and I'll be out of his good graces. And I grew up literally thinking that. And it's, it's been only until now in my 30s that I'm being, truly beginning to encounter uh, a God that, that... I'm not condoning sin and I'm not saying, hey, go do whatever you want, because there's obviously consequences for what we do. You know, sin hurts us. It separates us. But God doesn't come after us. Children, he comes after the things in our lives that are keeping us from being healthy and whole mm-hmm. and pure. And that's how I've seen the fury of God, really. It's like it's like a complete paradigm shift for me. You know, we grew up thinking the fury of God is hellfire and brimstone, and he will shelve you out of disappointment, and, he, and, and you'll just be taken out. And I and I just don't necessarily see that uh, in the history of of how the Lord dealt with some of His biggest pioneers of the faith over and over and over again throughout history. I see the Lord coming after the things in the lives of His children because He's a Father. Primarily, He's a Father, and what Father wouldn't? come after something i have two little boys right now and if there's nothing that my two little boys can do as dirty and as nasty and as disobedient as they could ever be i would still lay down my life for them and i would always want to go after the things that are making them sick i would always want to go after the things that are keeping them from being healthy i wouldn't want to go after them and that's how i've really started to see the lord especially, you know, in the last several years. Mm. Let's talk a little bit about your new song. Again, we're playing this on Way New right now. People can get the free Way New app on uh, Google Play in the App Store where we just are debuting all the new music faster than we can get it on the radio. We get it up there on Way New and lift you up as one of those. Tell us a little bit about that song. Man, that was uh, that's just, you know, a fun, a fun song that was kind of like a, a fun perspective of just whatever walk of life we come from, wherever we're at, whatever we're going through, whatever we've seen, whatever we've been into, wherever we've been, uh, our socioeconomic backgrounds, our cultural backgrounds, uh, anything that makes us human, we're all still 
were just his kids. And he, my, the inspiration behind that song was just that simple verse, he will never leave you or forsake you. And, and it's just because we know that no matter where we come from or what we're going through, he's always going to be there with us and he's never going to leave us and we can count on him we can depend on him it makes me want to just worship saying you know corporately we'll lift you up because you you're never you are never going to let us down mm. amen <laughs> amen and it is it is a it's a fun sounding song too i hope people check that out um all right so again you're coming february 17th uh super bowl weekend this weekend do you switching gears a little bit? Do you have a prediction? Eagles, Patriots, who's gonna win, or do you even care at this point? Man, I stopped caring uh, a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, as soon as the forty, as soon as Joe Montana and Steve Rice and Roger Craig and Tom Rathman, oh, those, those were the days. Forty Niners, I stopped caring about football. Oh, that's funny. Uh, that's good. Um, you know the Super Bowl. Have you done? Have you ever sang the national anthem at an event before? Have you ever been asked to do that? I have. Is that a time? I have uh, done it. It's nerve wracking, man. Can you can you even imagine the Super Bowl time? Um, they give you a call. Hey Ryan, we need you to come do the uh, the national anthem. How nervous are you for that then? Oh man. I would probably have to put my voice on a track and lip sync it because I would have to. <laughs> And sweating anxiety because I don't know that I could do it. Oh man! I've talked to Mandisa and, and Danny Goki, and they've talked about kind of the, the fun collaborative atmosphere of the Toby Tour and you know some of these bigger uh, festival type tours. And you know you you've co-written stuff with with Toby, and uh, there seems to be a lot of collaboration happening, especially when you move to Nashville with different people. If you were asked to do the Super Bowl halftime show, and they said Ryan, you're going to be the main guy, you're the man. Who are you bringing with you? that you want to perform with in the halftime show? Oh, man. Well, I mean, I couldn't do it without my man, Toby Mack. <laughs> I, would have to, I would have to have him come and do it. Um, I think uh, it'd be kind of fun to roll out with either Justin Timberlake or Bruno Mars. Those guys always uh, put on a very fun, exciting thing. So. Yeah. And that was exactly what I just with I just roll out with Ed Sheeran <laughs> and he and I just play two acoustic guitars and beatbox each other's beats in and loop it and have a good old time. Now that that would be fantastic. That's a great idea. The last uh, the last time and really the only time I've seen you live perform has been just at that fundraising banquet that we were at when you were acoustic. So I'm really excited for when you get here yeah. to Motor Center and we get the full band going. I'm sure that's a totally different feel. Yeah, it is. It's definitely, uh, you know, it's different than from doing it acoustic. Uh, I still keep it pretty stripped down, just me and my drummer roll out, and it's definitely very kind of pop. I, I really want, I try to stay true just because it's in my blood. You know, I'm a native of Oregon, Pacific Northwest. It's just my whole vibe, and I love staying true to just that Northwest acoustic pop, hip hoppy thing you know and so that's what we're doing dude that's great and we're so uh, glad to welcome you back home to oregon february 17th moda center with toby mack and uh, along with mandisa danny goki finding favor tickets are available they started just 15 bucks guys and you can get them at wayfm.com and ryan it's going to be great to have you back here in portland and glad you get to come back to your uh, first home here on the west coast and in yeah, the man, northwest man. for a few weeks 
I can't wait, man. I'm so stoked to be back in Oregon. I can't wait to come home. It's nice and rainy for you. We got you. It's 40s and rain, so oh bring it on, man. That's man. like music. That's music to my ears, dude. You don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, February in Oregon. It's good stuff. Well, cool. Well, thanks for taking the time. Uh, safe travels as you guys are on the road right now and making your way west. Sure. And we'll see you on the 17th there at Moda Center. All righty, Paul. Thank you.